Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal. We have finally done it. We have our first interview from a cast member of Cobra Kai. I'm so excited about this. Really, I mean, some of my friends on Facebook, I gave them a little teaser. I'm like, we're going to be interviewing a member of the cast. I was so excited. And they're like, who's it going to be? And I'm like, you just wait. So big time excited to announce the news. Me too. And we got ourselves a LaRusso. What a great start. We were fortunate enough to get Griffin Santo Pietro, who plays Anthony LaRusso. Oh my God. We're practically in the family here. We, we are in the family. We are now a part of the LaRusso family. We've done it. And I got to say, he was wonderful to talk to. He's 14 years old, great up and coming actor. We got into every facet of the show. No spoilers though. I didn't even try to get anything out of him because I'm sure he's sworn to secrecy. But just so the audience knows, this was an interview between Griffin and myself because we had logistical issues. And and sometimes with interviews, we're not always going to be available, but no problem. I know Sal, you would have loved to be there. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I I want to be there, but yeah, sure. These things happen. I wasn't able to be there, but definitely looking forward to to hearing it and sharing it. Absolutely. And you were there in spirit. You did some great research on the social media side. I was focused on the films and his career. So you gave me some good uh, tidbits to throw at him, which you'll hear these nuggets. And I even gave you credit. I'm excited to share this interview. And I know it's the first of many cast members to come. Well, I think we need to make our way through the family since we're starting with Anthony LaRusso, played by Griffin. Uh, We can then go to Samantha. Yes. Maybe then Amanda. Work our way to Ralph, then go into the Lawrence universe. <laughs> Get a cove in there. Wow. Who knows, man? Oh, yeah. But uh, so I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, here we go. Griffin, I'm super excited to have you on our podcast today. Let's talk Cobra Kai. We talk about all things Cobra Kai, Karate Kid, and you're actually the first cast member we've had on the podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what is it like, Griffin, seeing Netflix help take Cobra Kai, which is a great show, to another level, to a bigger audience at, when it launched in late August? Well, it's been really cool because you know I feel like for the first two seasons, it was just on like um, a smaller platform. And being someone who is always scrolling through Netflix, it was pretty cool like seeing it up there. I bet your family and friends are probably excited too. Yeah, yeah, everyone everyone knew about it, you know? Yeah, exactly. I felt like for two seasons, I was telling people about it, telling my friends, yeah, oh, yeah, you got to yeah. see this. And now it's like, no, have you seen this, Jason? I'm like, right, yeah, right. we do this podcast about it because it's so good. And so just for our listeners, just to be clear, you play Anthony LaRusso. Yes. Credited in 11 episodes. And I describe you as like a young Gen Zer video gamer, very mm-hmm. sarcastic, and always yeah. has great one liners. Is that kind of accurate? Yeah, I would say that's exactly how I would describe it. So, Griffin, how did you go about landing this role as Anthony LaRusso? It was actually it was funny because um, I live in Connecticut, but I filmed it in New York. It was before like COVID, so it was much easier to like <laughs> go places. I, I remember it was just from tape that I didn't have like a callback or anything. Oh, gosh, I don't remember a whole lot of details about it, but I do remember the scene. It was the, um, you know, that joke about the uh, English muffin. No, remind me. It's like 
I don't know. It's like something about English muffins that I say, like, what are we in Afghanistan or something? <laughs> but that was, I remember that was the scene that I auditioned with. And oh. I didn't really have any callbacks from that. And they just kind of hooked me. Wow. Well, I, I do remember the line when you had with Johnny about calling him a douchebag, yeah, yeah. about going to get the ketchup. That was a classic. It's also on your reel that I saw. So I'll have to go back and watch the English muffin one for sure. But when you went in to audition for this, Griffin, did you have any knowledge of the karate kid? I mean, you're quite young. How are you? 14, 15? How I'm 14. Old? Yeah. So Karate Kid came out in 1984. The the second one came out in 86. The third movie came out in 89. So did you even know about that, that trilogy? Well, actually, when I was like young, much younger, my grandpa would watch a bunch of like older movies with me from the 80s. And one of which was Karate Kid 1 and 2. Um, I didn't see 3 before I auditioned, but... um, I definitely knew I knew what it was when I had the audition. Okay. So you knew um, what a Cobra Kai was. You knew all of it. Yes, that. I knew what a Cobra Kai was when I heard it. Okay. All right. Cool. Because I didn't know. I love that it's your grandfather, which makes me feel really old right now. But I'm, <laughs> I'm really glad that that he uh, enlightened you on it. Did you like right. it? Did you kind of gravitate oh, yeah. to it? I, know. I was super into it. It was like the one movie I remember, like even older movies like Jaws and stuff. But I remember The Karate Kid was the one I really thought was awesome. You said Jaws, which is my all-time favorite movie, by the way. So It's a really good movie. Oh, my gosh. And, and just like The Karate Kid, it ages so well. They both do. Right. I, I love to see younger generations, which I think is part of the charm mm-hmm. of Cobra Kai, because here's a whole new audience, two generations later, mm-hmm. falling in love with it again. So I was just curious if you had that love for it, and apparently you did. So that's it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were cast, was it really exciting to know that you're going to be Daniel LaRusso's son? Yeah, that was crazy. Well, I knew that from the audition, based on the audition. But like, it was still like, I don't think it fully registered until I was on set that day. Like in, like when I, not that day, but like, you know, when I got it. Yeah. Um, but like, that's when it fully hit me. And that was pretty cool. <laughs> and then what's that been like, you know, working with and meeting the likes of Ralph Macchio, William Zacca? Uh, Martin Cove. I don't know if you've had any scenes with him, and but definitely I haven't had any scenes with him. But I have met him. He's yeah. very nice. He's much nicer than his character. I would hope. I would hope he's nicer yeah, than he's, Sensei Kreese. Yeah, yeah. And then you've also worked with Randy Heller, who right, played yeah. Daniel's mother on the original films. Yeah, she's so great. Yeah, you had some really great scenes with her, and that was really nice. Sal and I were commenting that you guys had really good chemistry. So, I mean, just mm-hmm. so neat. You're like plopped in this folklore, this classic tale, and now mm-hmm. you're an integral part of it, which has got to be amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. And so, I remember Sal and I, Sal being my co-host for this show, but we noticed right. like at the All Valley season one finale, it's like mm-hmm. you got hoisted out when your mother and Sam left and we're like, no, let Anthony stay. He's enjoying the karate. He's finally getting into <laughs> this. And you get whisked away. And then right. in season two, it was like after the second episode, it was like, where's Anthony? And they're like, oh, he's at camp. And then finally you come back for the finale. So, we were always keeping an eye because, and you're at that point now where you're probably going through that which we all have, that growth spurt. You know, if you're 14 years old, you're changing from what you look like in season one of Cobra Kai. Where do you want to go? Maybe No spoilers, of course. You don't have to give me any hints of season three. But where do you want to see your character go as the show evolves? I mean, I trust that the writers know exactly what they're doing. Um, I I mean, there's. I think there's a lot of ways to go with it. I feel like anything they'll come up with will be great. Well, do you see yourself or have any aspirations to be part of the martial arts on the show? I mean, do you practice martial arts or is it an interest of yours? Yeah, I think like every kid, I took like karate maybe like for a summer. Right. Um, but uh, I haven't, I, no, I, ever since I was like eight, I've never done it. 
but that would definitely be a cool way to go with the character and it's something I'd be definitely open to. We hope so too. The character has the LaRusso bloodline, which, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Sam's got some skills. So we just keep thinking, Anthony could be that guy. You know, he could be another spoke in the wheel for the show. Robbie's got the DNA of, of Johnny Lawrence. So yeah, we hope it goes that way. But again, not asking for anything. We like to see the show unfold as it's supposed to. I never go right. look at stuff or rumors or whatever. So Sal had chimed in with this. He wanted me to ask you this question because mm-hmm. he couldn't be part of the interview. But Explain to me, if you would, what the Santo Brothers is. Is that your brothers and some sort of uh, band you guys have? No, we don't. I mean, we don't have like an official band. Um, but like ever since we were kids, we were like, we're a very musical family. Um, I'm actually probably the least musical in my family. <laughs> well, you're the actor. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, my older brother, he plays, he's a really good singer and he plays like a bunch of instruments. And so does my little brother. And so like, you know, during quarantine and stuff, we would try to like perform play the guitar for one thing someone does the drums for another and then someone sings but uh i think actually for a while when we were little we wanted to be like the jonas brothers um (laughs) so how many other are there two brothers you have i have two brothers one older and one younger so i'm the middle okay when you contributed what was your instrument well since i'm the musical one it'd always be like my brothers one of my brothers teaching me how to just do one thing on their instrument like my brother would maybe teach me something on on the piano for a minute or like the guitar for a minute I definitely want to learn more instruments, but I've been, you know, so focused on acting. Tell me, what made you get into acting? How'd that become part of your pursuit? I actually wanted to be an actor since I was very little. Um, I think I started like officially doing auditions, like film auditions and stuff when I was like nine, maybe. Uh, but I remember like watching TV shows and I'd always like either like make an extra character that I would want to be in my head or or I would like see myself as one of the characters, you know? Right. Yeah. I asked my mom, you know, how it happens. And then my mom gave me a very vague explanation and it was too complicated for me. So I left it alone. Um, but then I did like theater, a lot of theater for a while. Okay. Um, and then I eventually, I think, I don't know, maybe someone recommended something to my mom after the, after a show or something. And then I did like a talent search and then I got my agents and my managers. And then I've just been doing auditions ever since. I looked on your IMDb, which we all do in the business, but what what was the crash, the Super Bowl pirate boy? What was that? Oh, oh, that was like, I think three Super Bowls ago. Oh no, it's gotta be more. I was like really young. It was, I think they had this kind of competition thing. So whoever could make the, the best like Doritos commercial for the Super Bowl. And it was like one of my first acting jobs. So it was nothing official. It was just a couple, like I think college students who wanted to make something for it. And it was like a pirate themed or whatever. But wow, I totally forgot about that. You just reminded me. That's crazy. But then you went on to do a movie like The Rack Pack, which had C. Thomas Howell, who was like a big deal in the 80s. And what was that? You played he Tommy? Was. That was probably my, I think that, I think like you're going in the exact order. That was like my second job. Okay. Um, That was, uh, I don't remember a whole lot about that one. Um, but then you were in the week of this Adam Sandler, yeah. Chris Rock movie, same year, and you played yes. Jetty. And on your reel, I love that shot of you and the Sandler's driving and you're going to be a DJ at a party or something. Mm-hmm. That's a great little moment. Yeah, that that movie was so fun to work. And I was, and it, that was, again, like, you know, one of my first, like, jobs. So it was pretty crazy to be able to do so young. What was Sandler like? He was so nice. It's crazy how I guess there's always this fear when you're meeting someone that like who's famous that you worried they're going to be mean. But both Sandler and Chris Rock were like amazing people. Man, look at you working with Sandler's Rocks, Machio, Zabka's, Coves. It's crazy, dude. You're on a roll. Thanks. And then you did uh, what was this? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. 
Mm. Uh, the young Fran. Was that the thing at the, you're outside twirling the flag? Was that what that I was? I think so. I think that was, that's what it was. Okay. Well, one of your biggest credits, which I enjoyed on your reel, was the episode of Bull, The Flying Carpet. Mm-hmm. You played James Donovan. And what, were you taking a selfie on this, like, pizza that's above this building and you fall off. Like, there's a stunt. I mean, you're hanging on, you fall off, yeah. you get injured, you're in court in a wheelchair. Like, that was after you'd already been on Cobra Kai, I, I take yeah, it. But was, still, yeah. that was a pretty good guest appearance on Bull. Yeah, that was a lot of fun too. I'm assuming that with the success and rise, the continued rise of Cobra Kai, right. more things will come your way. You're super talented. I think you're going to get more and more opportunities on the show. I mean, some of your one-liners that we just talked about were... So funny. I like when the, that episode when Daniel's trying to recruit everybody in the family to come mm-hmm, join mm-hmm. his karate and you're, you're like, karate is boring. It's so funny. Here's a show you know, that's at the essence of it all. And you've just like, Anthony's checked out. You know, he's like, no, this right, one's right, got right. fireballs. I'd rather <laughs> play my PS Vita. And then you order another one off Alexa. And that's a great moment. You guys have that good energy. And I really want to see your character grow. Um, any funny tales of, of working on the show, things that you can talk about? Yeah, I, uh, I remember in season one, the juice bag moment, that was pretty fun <laughs> yeah. because there's uh, a producer, his name was Matt. He said I should say juice bag. And I was like, okay, how should, and then to myself, I was thinking about how I should say it. And then I said it like that. It was perfect. The pause really sold it because yeah. it's like, yeah, get it yourself. And it was funny already, but then bam, you hit him with it. So he's actually responsible for a lot of good one-liners. Like he would add things in at the end. And then on season one, I also remember um, Ralph Macchio telling us the story of the, how they did the catching of the fly, the, the chopsticks. He told us them a bunch of different ways. And like, uh, I think one was like, it was already attached to the chopstick and then he like turn it around really quick and make it look like he caught it. Yeah. Or one was like, there was this guy on set who could like catch flies with his hands and he would like tie a little lasso around them <laughs> and have it fly around on the string. And then he would like grab the string and then drag it down to the fly. There was like seven different ways he tried oh to do it. Oh my gosh. That's but awesome. One was like he, he had it in the chopsticks like in the beginning and then he let go and they played it and they wanted to play it in reverse like he just caught it. Right. I remember hearing that one. I think on the audio yeah. commentary, I think I heard that portion, but mm-hmm. I didn't know it was so elaborate. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen the chopsticks in Cobra Kai, but anything is fair game mm-hmm. from Karate Kid. <laughs> That's what I'm noticing about Cobra Kai. And like you said, you, that you trust the creators. And I always say that the choices that they make are always the right choice. They really honor the movie and they bring in things and they just always do it the right way. So I'm with you. I know we're in good hands. You're in especially good hands because you're part of the creative, which is just too cool for me. So one thing I'm a little sad about from you know being living in Los Angeles is the movie, the original anyway, was shot all around California. And I like when I know certain scenes of Cobra Kai do take place there and not to put anywhere else down, but I like, I like that authenticity, but I know mm-hmm. that they shoot in Georgia in Atlanta, Georgia. And so what mm-hmm. is that like? I mean, cause you know, you're raised in Connecticut, you live in Connecticut right now. Right. And what's that like being in Atlanta for X amount of time doing the show? Is that a total culture shock for you or it's probably a lot hotter? I'm assuming. Oh yeah, it's a lot hotter. Um, but I actually I have an aunt that lives there, so I visited probably like a couple times before, on different occasions. Um, and I so, and sometimes during like season one and season two, I would I stayed with them like for a night or two. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, which is yeah, which is great getting to see them because I don't see them often. 
Uh, but I really like Atlanta. It's very nice. I wouldn't want to live there when I'm an adult. Um, <laughs> it's not my choice of place, but uh, I do really like it. It's a really great place. That's great. So have you been able to see like the different sets? I mean, I know you're primarily at the LaRusso household, but right, what, right. what about like Miyagi Do? Do you ever been over there and um, visited? Well, it's all on the same stat- soundstage. Oh, okay. Um, so I just like walk two feet from the house and then I'm in Cobra Kai Dojo. Well, Griffin, I hope and Sal and I both hope that you start training at Miyagi Do Dojo. That's our plan for you. <laughs> Yeah. Just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it right, out right, there. Put it out to the I just got to think that, you know, at some point you're going to fight in all Valley. So that's cool. I, I really want to make it down there. I want to see that because I go yeah. around the sets in Los Angeles because I'm here oh. and it's like, I'll go see the South Seas where Daniel met Miyagi and he lived. And mm-hmm. I went by Miyagi's house, which is demolished. It's in Canoga Park. And that's oh, sad. No, I didn't know that. Totally. They, re- they rebuilt it on the soundstage. I know. It looks amazing. But, it looks you know, really great. I didn't know they demolished it. They demolished oh years God. ago. Hey, that thing could oh, be a yeah. museum now. It's, it really could be yeah. a karate kid museum, but it's gone. But I'll go see other sets. Like there's a school that I live a few miles from and I was driving by with my dog to take a walk. I'm like, man, this looks familiar. And sure enough, it was the school from the Karate Kid, which has been in lots of movies. So I'm really in like Allie's house. If you remember, she lived in Encino, the Encino Hills. Mm, And so it's cool seeing those, those little staples. And I like that that's been honored, but they need like right. a golf and stuff scene. If you remember the movie, the golf and stuff, and they probably need to redo that with all of you, the LaRusso's head to golf and stuff to take on the <laughs> Lawrence's or something. But, um, well, that's exciting. So do you see yourself ever migrating West? Like so many actors do from the East coast. I lived my whole life all around, uh, like new England. Um, I did live in like North Carolina for like four years of my life. But I do, I don't know, because I, like, when I'm an adult, I definitely either want to live in New York or California. Okay. There um, you go. Good good choices. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hopefully without a pandemic on the loose. Hopefully, please. <laughs> well, anything else you want to throw in? Any little snippets about Cobra Kai you want to share? I'll say I'm really excited um, to see everyone again, uh, especially during all this time. It's going to be great to reconnect with those people. When did you wrap? It's been a while, right? Um, Usually, because... Like being on Netflix now has like changed the whole kind of routine, I guess, because like when um, earlier we would be probably filming around this time. Right. Um, we would be filming the next season, but we're not this year. So season three would come out in late April, early May. But now it's season three is coming out like January, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's so off your schedule, but you guys wrapped season three some time ago. Mm-hmm. And so you probably haven't seen them. What since was it pre-pandemic? It was, yes, it was pre-pandemic. So do you guys do like Zoom calls and all catch up and it's that whole thing? We all like stay connected through like like social media and right, stuff. Right, right. And I've like, I think I've talked about, talked to them like a few times since like we've like um, left each other in person. Okay. Um, But to see, see everyone in person will be really cool. And I bet you something else is going to be really exciting is to see Netflix season three of Cobra Kai come out because it's going to like stir the pot all over again. And (laughs) I'm really excited to see those episodes drop in the Netflix, as you know, and I guess YouTube did the same thing. They just dropped them all at once, which now we're accustomed to. So I'm going to be binging them like immediately so we can, (laughs) so we can do our podcast on every episode. So Sal and I are ready. 
Well, Griffin, I, I thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thank you for having me. I would love to talk with you again in the future as your character mm-hmm. grows and as your career blossoms. So best of luck to you, my friend. Thank you again. Hey, would you say one thing on the way out? Would you just say no mercy? Something we always end every episode with. <laughs> Got it. All right. No mercy. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, that sounds a lot like Batman. But <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. Still got the job done. Hey, man, thank you again. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Sal, I got to say, it was such a pleasure chatting with Griffin. What a kid. I'm so mad at myself for not being there. Why couldn't I have been there? <laughs> he really led us behind the curtain. It's great to kind of give Cobra Kai more depth for me, and I'm sure you and our listeners now who've never heard him talk before. Yeah, I just feel like we're insiders now, Sal. I mean, we're kind of insiders because we dissect the show and the whole Karate Kid universe and franchise, but now we're truly insiders. Yeah, I feel like we're like sneaking onto the set of Cobra Kai, being flies on the wall. Wait, flies that would be caught with chopsticks, but there you go. I'm big time excited to be opening up the doorway to the cast and the crew and the producers and the writers. I, I, know, I know this is going to go a long way. I know this is only the beginning. Absolutely. Well said. Thank you so much for listening, and we greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow us on social media at Let's Talk Cobra Kai, and please message us if you have any comments or questions. If you'd like to become a Patreon supporter of the show, just search for Let's Talk Cobra Kai. And if you're just curious about our other shows, please visit JustCuriousMedia.com. No mercy.